But the coming of the war, and you mentioned men going away, wasn't it this sort of immediate reaction, or was it something that people sort of took too slowly? No, I think it was an immediate reaction. You know, some people were queuing up next morning to, to enlist. A lot of them, of course, of the, peop the uh, men had been in local, um, what did they call it, the local forces anyway. They'd been members, I can remember one friend was in the 16th Battalion, which was a Harlem Harlem one they were, had, had his kilt. Um, militia. Militia, militia, well, what a militia today, yes. Um, and they, of course, were lined up the next day to join up. Because that's what they'd been training for, I guess. So then how did young women such as yourself see the coming of the war? Well, I didn't. Um, I was too... I was, um, so I started off doing first aid and home nursing. Um, I thought I'd, that's what I'd do. Go. But even, uh, even as a voluntary, once you'd done your first aid and home nursing, um, you had these detachments, you then went off to military hospitals and did voluntary work for, for a month. And we worked from seven till six, um, I think six days a week. I think we've got a seven. I think we've got one day off a week, voluntarily. And then you'd come home at night. You didn't live there. And we'd do all, you'd sweep floors, you'd wash up, you'd scrub, you'd serve meals. Uh, and eventually, after a while, you, you could do a little more, but uh, you, we didn't use our first aid in home nursing. Although you, you did learn, you used a little bit of it, not much. Let's talk then about um, the coming of the war and how you came to be involved in these things. Presumably, um, you couldn't join up and immediately go away and serve. No, brain. no, no, we had to, there was an age limit. You had to be 18 before you could enlist. But you could do voluntary work um, from when you were 17. I think it was 17. That's when I started. It was just a hospital down in Sterling Highway, which is... Uh, what's there now? Probably that... The one between the highway and St. Quentin Avenue, that little sort of... I don't know whether they've given it Avian Way or something, they call it, do they? It was there, Bethesda. And we lived. We used to go for, for our meals. The army took over, do you know Richard's Electrical on the corner? Well, that was where we lived. It's where we ate. And when I initially, eventually enlisted, that's where I lived. And we had... All the front, all the shop fronts were just cubicled off inside, and we slept on the verandas, um, which you wouldn't do today. Because I used to sleep just looking over the park. You know, um, no one would sleep there today. <laughs> and we were all at a, it had been a, um, a hostel of some kind, and the windows, the glass was all painted brown, and across the glasswork was high-class three-course meals. <laughs> But I was always waiting for a, a drunken sailor or soldier or a bus to come crashing through the window. <laughs> but it didn't. But it was pretty pretty primitive. This sense of loyalty um, had obviously struck you too. Oh, yes. You wanted to... Uh, wanted to help. Uh, it, you know, it, worked, it worked very well. Because there was all our training... Certainly, yeah, it was good. 
Actually, I, I would, I think, as I still say, I think the army or any of the services make many more people than it breaks. Some of them couldn't take it, but, but 99% of them came out much better. I, I came out a much better person. Well, we can talk about that.